0: Hi, welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week we're going to be talking about UK theme parks and uh, a tweet that I put out a couple of weeks ago now talking about the the lack of storytelling and immersion in the UK. We're also going to be touching on the, the big changing of the guard at Disney and what that could mean for the future of its theme parks and a couple of other new stories as well. So sit back, relax Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So, should we start off with the big story of the, the big week? big news. That came as a surprise to a lot of people.
1: Mm. Came out of the blue, didn't
0: it? It did a little bit, yeah. But I guess, I'm, in a way, I'm not too surprised. And that's that Chapek has taken over from Iger yeah. as CEO of the Walt Disney Company. Bob's replaced Bob. Bob Bob to replace Bob, yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I, I can't say that I'm overly surprised no what the fact that bob's taken over from bob so if you think if you think about bob chapek mm-hmm. for a second and yep. what he's done to the theme parks is basically you could argue that he's been involved in obviously the creation toy story land star wars um, land Ga- yeah galaxy's, galaxy's edge, edge yeah. Um, shanghai disney as well yeah yeah um, but also and,
1: and obviously the expansions to like uh france uh, Paris oh, uh,
0: and also some of the Asian parks yeah
1: exactly that's what I was thinking of the parks. which ones. are
0: all great things but at the same time he's also I think outside of those expansions the parks are probably in the worst
1: state they've ever been mm-hmm. for for a Disney park yeah in terms of whoa, there's obviously been a lot of cuts there's, it, there, yeah, there's and lots of the cuts at the same time price increases yeah. which kind of don't match up do they so um, I think
0: from a business perspective the parks are still incredibly profitable mm-hmm. they're spending a pro- if you remove the land expansions, they're spending less money. The parks are more profitable. Mm-hmm. From, a, from Iger's perspective, that's kind of where I think Disney's going to be going in the next 10 years. They, they bought all these franchises. Now yeah. they just need to just stay on track, pump out the same stuff. Yeah, because obviously they spent a hell of a lot of money like buying Fox. Fox, Marvel, Pixar, yeah. Star Wars were all under um, Iger. Right, yeah. I can't see Chapak making anywhere at any big purchases.
1: No, I wouldn't have thought so. I imagine it's kind of now that you've got Fox, use those IPs to to grow, to you know make more money. Yeah. Try and make that investment back of seventy one billion. Yeah. Um, you know, like they done with Star Wars. You know, they spent what was it in Star Wars? Like 7 billion, 8 billion? I don't think it was anyone in Wars. that. I think it's was like it three or four. Like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, oh no. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I think Pixar was like seven billion. Yeah. When they bought that. Um it's and, crazy you know, I can't
0: believe Star Wars wasn't worth more than three I know, I know considering
1: I, I mean I guess because the thing is it was kind of a relatively dead franchise really wasn't it Yeah, to yeah. a degree um, you know they were still making like some stuff Clone Wars and yeah, yeah but but the main like films were dead um, but you'd think they'd have the you'd think they'd know that oh you know they've, there's the potential here to sort of create some new films
0: I guess with Star Wars though it's literally like Lucas he's yeah. making them he's got the ownership of it right and if someone said to me I'll give you
1: $3 billion for this franchise <laughs> yeah. you'd be like alright yeah, don't need any a, more than that I mean I'm already a billionaire anyway I'll just take the money and yeah, you know, retire you. And you know. although he's pretty much retired anyway has not he yeah like, before he hasn't anyway. done anything really. um, but yeah but, um, uh, they obviously they've easily made their money back on Star Wars
0: I think mm. oh, yeah, given, yeah.
1: given how many films they've already come out with um, and obviously with Galaxy's Edge and all that sort of stuff So, obviously, Fox is going to be a lot harder. You know, 71 billion they spent on that. Yeah. Um, Which, granted, in itself, Fox IPs will bring in a load of money anyway. Yeah, yeah. Over time. But they can obviously expand on that in new films and all that sort of stuff.
0: I think they've done that to protect themselves from um, competition, to be honest. Mm. That's got to be the main reason for Mm. them. Yeah. Um, But in in my mind, what Chapik is going to be doing, I don't think he will be there for as long as Iger has been. Probably not. I think he will be there just to make sure that... The strategy that worked on parks works for the wider company mm-hmm. and that is to keep the the ship sailing I'm going to come on to that in a minute um, as <laughs> as well as it can do just same as you know the, the basically the foundations have been set keep yeah. on the same course don't don't falter and keep knocking out remac- remakes build build on the um, initial launch of Disney plus and that's going to be the strategy for the next five ten years I think yeah
1: yeah no, I, I agree I think you're right Um, You
0: know, he's got no, in my opinion, he's got no, he's not got the creativity that Iger has. mm -hmm. Um, So I think he's he's a finance guy and that's what he's there to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it makes makes sense. Um, I mean, we we don't know who's taking over Parks yet, do we?
0: No, and I think there's been a lot of talk and a lot of excitement around who that might be. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, don't forget that Chapik still has the money. He's not going to, like, if the Parks person still has to go to Chapik and go, I want this I want three billion to improve Hollywood studios or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't like that, he's just going to go no. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. The CEO still has final. I mean, I know the board has final kind of say, but the CEO position basically influences the
1: board. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, to be fair, we don't know how much you know when he's when he was in charge of parks and everything like that. We don't know how much of the, how much he was limited by above. Exactly. Compared yeah, to that's, like, you know, yeah. it may have been him that it, it may not have been him that was limiting it. It may have been the above. It Could have been Igo just saying look. You need to increase prices, reduce costs. Yeah, like this is just the way it is. Exactly. You you know, you don't know the sort of the ins and outs of it. It it could be a case of the new person comes in and says, "I want all this money," and new Bob says, "Yes." But yeah, it's it's entirely
0: possible, and you know what? I think that's potentially an exciting part of it. Although I just wish that both Bobs were stepping down and we had someone fresh come in mm. who had a real passion for Imagineering. And again, you're right, chapek yeah. may have a real passion for Imagineering, but he's never shown it on stage. No, And no. that's, that's. That, I mean, we've said it before. Right, emotion of any kind. Yeah. I saw him <laughs> smiling
1: the other day. me. It was weird. It's because he got like a 2.5 million in salary yeah. increase. Yeah, g- it's going to give anyone a smile, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, like I think a lot of theme, theme park fans are kind of peeved by the... By oh, the fact that it all, all kicks off. Yeah, I mean, he could he could probably turn that around a little bit, certainly for the um, Disney World fans. by basically, just in, you know, paying for a new monorail. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, he could just come in but, and say, "Look, my first act, I'm replacing the monorail system." Yeah, yeah and, and automatically make, he's make forgiven.
1: A of, yeah, that would make a lot of people like reverse their opinion. of Yeah, with him, like, like
0: he's forgiven straight away. Oh, yeah. and by the way, Catherine Powers coming back in charge of Disney Plus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> not sure about that one's going to happen. but It's definitely you know.
0: not going to happen. But I think it will go down very well. Yeah. Um, I also don't think she's. A, maybe that qualifies to do it. Um, Mm. Certainly, I mean, she was in charge of the Western parks for a short time, a very short time. But um, I think it takes more of a financial person, sadly, to run parks nowadays than it does someone that's creative. You know, imagine putting Joe Roddy in charge of Disney parks and resorts. (laughs) Uh, I mean, he'd be overspending. I think
1: you need a bit of a balancing act,
0: don't you? I've got no doubt that if you did put someone in in charge like Joe Roddy, like an Mm -hmm. ex-imagineer... or imagine it currently that would become an ex Imagine it. Um, I think the parks would flourish in terms of creativity, but I think they'd probably
1: lose money. Yeah, they'd probably struggle to, and you know, you need somebody to reign in the spending. Because obviously, yeah. you know, blank checkbook, you can do all sorts Yeah. You? but
0: I think we need we need someone like Eisner, if I'm being honest. Right. Eisner in his early days mm-hmm. to come in at a parks level and just go, like, I love all this creativity, I'll get the budget signed off. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean if you watch the um Imagineering story on Disney Plus, which will be obviously be coming to the UK very, very soon this, this month. This
1: month, yeah, about three weeks, yeah.
0: Maybe. Um the Imagineering story for those who haven't seen it is genuinely fantastic. And although Eisner kinda of faltered towards the end, you know, don't forget mm. he lost his business partner and, and friend, and I think that changed him quite a great deal. In his early years I, I think he's been the best CEO since since Walt Disney in terms of creativity kind of bouncing off the CFO and himself and it was you know kind of all ticking ticking along really well until mm. the, the accident that happened to I always forget his name um but this moving on to Disney Plus which is obviously going to be a huge focus for Chapek oh yeah massive massive well. focus yeah there's a lot of complaints coming out about the service um you know we've had this or week from the people that have already got it or the people yeah, that haven't got it yet both or both. both so people that have already got it <laughs> yeah it's not adult enough. Right, okay. Which I think is completely valid. Mm-hmm. You know what? Netflix do it perfectly. You've yeah. got a kid's account, you've got an adult's account. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they took a... I can't remember the name of the show, but they took a show off of Disney Plus and moved it to Hulu. Right, okay. Because it was it was deemed as too adult. And it's like... Yeah. Anyone
1: paying for a Disney Plus subscription is an adult. Yeah, they're not going to want to pay for both. Really, no, absolutely not. Well, I'm certainly not. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, can we even get Hulu over here? I
0: don't think so. Yeah,
1: so it's... Um, yeah, I think they need to appeal to... Because they've got... They should know that they've got both audiences. They have an adult audience and they have a, a child audience. Yes. So they need to appeal to both things. Um, and, you know, as you say, Netflix do it really, really well. Um, and obviously if they don't appeal to it, then they they won't get all the audience, will they? No. Because yeah, and, and and th- people will just stay on Netflix.
0: But People will, will get Disney Plus for The Mandalorian mm-hmm. and then cancel it again after they finish watching it.
1: Well, that's the thing, because at the moment... But that's happened a lot. Well, that's the thing, at the moment, like, I... They they've got a special offer on where you can get ten pound off if you pay for the entire year, but at the moment I'm thinking I'll probably only get it for a month or two. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll watch The Mandalorian again. Yeah. Although I haven't finished watching the finish watching it entirely yet. Anyway, but I'll watch it on the big screen, you know, 4K and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then I watch things like the Jeff Goldblum. Which is fantastic, imagineering story, yeah, and whatever else is there. And then what else? There's nothing and else on there, exactly. Like I don't need the classics because, for one thing, I've seen them all, yeah, and two, I've got a lot of them on my shelf at home already. Yeah. So you know, I'll probably have it for a couple of months and then ditch it, yeah, until something else comes along, until the Marvel stuff comes along,
0: and then yeah, get it again, yeah. Uh, so so a lot of people have been taking up Disney on that offer and spending the forty nine ninety nine, yeah, and then so there's a great few threads on, especially on Facebook, you know, what Facebook's like, where they've gone. What you're looking forward to on the service, mm. and they can't answer it, so they they pay fifty pounds in advance. Yeah, but you're only saving ten pounds, which yeah. let's be honest, is like two or three coffees. Mm-hmm. You're not, if you're breaking the bank at 50, at sixty pounds a year, you yeah. probably shouldn't be paying for the service. Um, they have no idea what's what's actually coming on the service. Mm. I've had two reports of people ringing up Disney asking about the Simpsons. One says yes, it's it's coming. The other said no now as far as I can see it The Simpsons will not be launching on Disney Plus for two reasons one they've not put it on any of their UK Disney Plus advertising right yeah. not a single reference to Simpsons mm-hmm. and two Channel 4 has a contract until 2021 or Skydo as well and Sky do as well yeah. it's not coming to Disney Plus and, and that's a huge huge um, uh, uh, miss mm. from uh, that was actually the biggest thing I was looking forward to because I've already seen The Mandalorian because right, I've already yeah, seen yeah. Jeff
1: Goldman. um because having, like, all 30 seasons of whatever it is... You, you can't get seasons. that anywhere else. Yeah, so having that... And it makes sense, given that they now own it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, it maybe over, over time it will get there, because Sky, you know, they'll just ditch their contact with Sky. I mean, maybe... Maybe it's already been ditched as part of the Fox deal. Because Sky... Yeah, but I, Channel 4, know, as don't far as I don't understand what, it, still have the right... I although I don't know how connected Sky and... Maybe they're completely separate these days, I don't know. Because obviously, what's-his-face... Um, Palpatine Murdoch Murdoch he owns Scar- Sky he owns Sky but then it, he also owns Fox but then they're like are they separate entities um, I don't really know it was the Burns of uh, yeah. the real world yeah absolutely
0: yeah so I, I, my gut feel right now is that Disney Plus just isn't worth paying for I'm going to get the free trial when mm-hmm. it comes, because there will be a free trial of course there will right. or I'll just pay £5 for a month yeah. and see what's on there because what well, I'm not interested in necessarily all the classics... ...because I've seen them... Mm-hmm, yep. ...now I will be interested in... ...probably about 18 months time... ...when my daughter is... ...going to be getting into that kind of thing... ...right yeah yeah yeah... Um, ...however for now... ...not that interested... ...and... Um, ...I did, did say I had two points didn't I... ...you did... ...there's... ...I am sorry... ...I am I am interested <laughs> in some of the old... ...animated TV shows... ...like DuckTales... ...right yeah, um, yeah. ...and things like that... ...again... ...that's not been confirmed... ...if it's going to be on the UK version... Mm. ...so I'll probably... At the end of the month, pay five pounds, see what's on there. Yeah, and if they've got enough of the old stuff that I like, mm-hmm. five pounds a month is, is not really anything to be honest. Yeah, and I'm not saying that because I'm super rich, I'm not, but <laughs> five pounds is, is really not a great deal. Of I mean, it's is,
1: it is quite reasonably priced, given that, and that's because I Netflix, Netflix, the content is, is there. Yeah, well, yeah, it's true. Like Netflix is what, like nine pounds, yeah, it's a 10 or a month, yeah. something like that. Um, Prime is a similar price, maybe a little bit cheaper. What like eight ninety nine? I think. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I don't know what the monthly price. I pay like the yearly fee. Uh, so it's like. All eight, right. <laughs> so it's like seventy nine pounds. I think isn't yeah. it is for the year, yeah. whatever that is, a month, less than eight quid. Um, but for
0: me, the, like there's been big fallout on the the re kind of reboot of Lizzie McGuire. Right. Because Hilary Duff is like they're not allowing us to tell. From what it would seem, at least they're not allowing us to tell. The story that we want to tell. She was like a thirty-year-old struggling in New York. Right. Drugs. Has has got some yeah. Has got some adult <laughs> themes to it. Yeah. Of course it has. She's like they. She's like a drug addict. Yeah. Stri- stripper now. Yeah. <laughs> but like she was like they let us tell the story on the Disney Channel. Granted, a thirteen-year-old is very different. Yeah. But they were quite honest about some of the themes and things that were going on in that person's life. She was like she wants to be honest again. Mm-hmm. And it seems that there's some restrictions on right, big on okay. getting content approved for Disney so Plus. The story that they want to tell isn't being approved necessarily that's by what it would seem for Disney+. like because the, the, um, the creator has already left right, okay. the production I don't think well, that as a result as a result I mean we're not quite clear on what's happened behind the scenes but mm. certainly Hilary Duff is not too happy with Disney by the sounds of it
1: right okay
0: and this is my point like no child has got a subscription to Disney Plus no it's to adults all they need is to be able to filter the kid and adult content yeah which as you say especially in Netflixed. the UK where Hulu doesn't exist yeah or it exactly. does No one knows about
1: it Yeah I don't uh, Yeah I don't I, I assume it's not available in the UK It's very US specific isn't Yeah it? But okay.
0: like I just I just, I want to be able to watch More adult content mm. On Disney Plus like, Yeah Why, would, they, they why to, is Die Hard not on there? Like what You know exactly. That kind of thing They need
1: to sort that sort of thing, Especially now that they own Fox And they've already said That you know The likes of Deadpool And things like that Are still going to be Like well, they, Yeah but are they going to go on Disney Plus? Exactly who knows the like, but the thing is if they, if they offer all of these if they offer everything then why isn't it on their Disney Plus system because that, that Disney as a brand that is everything that Disney offer yeah. so it should all be on there it should be yeah um,
0: so that's the, my biggest problem with the service right now is that yeah. I want to access the older content on one platform yeah um, D- Disney for me is not just about little um, Killy cartoons, yeah, far from it.
1: You know, I can understand them not having certain content because of licensing issues and all that sort of crap is like very difficult. Is yeah, of course, like and I, I, I get that. I completely get that. But the 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 mature content is that's an easy solve, exactly.
0: And it, Netflix has already done it. Just copy that. Yeah, yeah. You know, just it's it's a checkbox when you're adding a program to the team uh, to the system. Mm-hmm. Is this. For everyone or is it only for kids yeah and then when you when you same as you do now you netflix pops up with a with your, your, pro, with your profile bank. or you've got a kid's profile yeah and you pick one of the two it's really not difficult to implement yeah um so that's my disney plus rant out of the way <laughs> and then the final news story before we get onto the uk parks is um the jungle cruise so what more of a fitting comparison between chapek chapek taking over and a Jungle Cruise boat sinking. <laughs> um, and Disney stock, to
1: be fair. Yeah. That's <laughs> jungle Cruise sinking like Disney stock. Yeah, which always happens with a new CEO. Yeah, I mean, fair. to be fair, it's probably it, it wasn't a case of it's Chapek. No, it's, it's the CEO change. Yeah, it's the CEO. It's the change in general. And I think, I don't know whether it's partly because of the the, the randomness of it. Yeah, it was just out of the blue, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was out of the blue. And I'm, I'm sure like Chapek... Um, not Chapek. Iger. Iger said recently, he was kind of like, he released some statement or something like a little while ago, and it was kind of like joking about how, you know, oh, he's staying on for a bit, um, but you know what happened last time, you know. Yeah. Or, you know, my, like, my contract is up soon, but you know what happened last time, because they did the extension yeah. and all this sort of I, stuff. I think what could have happened is
0: Chapek's gone. I'm, I'm just gonna, I've am just i got an offer to somewhere else right. to, be, to be CEO.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Even that seems a little bit. Also, I
0: I think is gunning for
1: presidency in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. I was going yeah sorry yeah, a little bit late for twenty twenty. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, you, 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 it's difficult. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Like there could have been some controversy. There could have been, or he just wants to get out because of all sorts. You know, I think
0: he wants to get out because the only way Dizzy's stock and company can go now is down. down. Yeah. That's the only. I mean, that's the thing. He, he, he might doesn't. Want to, he might
1: want to be leaving. He can see something coming, like the coronavirus is obviously having an impact on all well, parks. all three,
0: like A, all three Asian locations are, are current, closed. Currently closed. Yeah. Disneyland Paris looks very possible. Right. Given the fact that yesterday the French government said all gatherings um, above five thousand, five thousand or above, are not, no longer allowed. Mm-hmm. That and now that was in confined spaces like music events, sports events. Right. Okay. But as far as I can see, it. Five thousand people down, you know, Main Street. It's not real much, diff- really much difference. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if things got slightly worse in Paris, a- in uh, France. Even Disneyland Paris is going to close as well. Yeah. Orlando, I can't see the temperature really. I know it's not just based on temperature, but I can't see that that ecosystem being affected by the coronavirus yeah. too much. Yeah.
1: I mean, uh, yeah. I I don't know all the ins and outs of, of what affects it, but obviously as we get close to the summer, the temperature is going to pick up and up and up and up. Isn't yeah. it will, um, and, and it's flu,
0: so it will tend to disappear over the summer.
1: Yeah. I know um, somebody was saying that to me recently as well, saying like the flu obviously disappears during the summer and that sort of thing. I don't know how... Obviously, it's like flu-like, but I don't know if it is like the same... Yeah. I think they think flu. it will. I they
0: know, think it will, cut, will disappear over the summer and potentially right. hit back harder in the winter. Right. Um, but in that time, they've got, say, six months to find... Try and get control over it. Control over it, yeah. yeah. So... Obviously, Disney's Asian parks are not making any money currently. Yeah. But also, I think you look at what Disney have done in terms of acquisition, films, even parks over the last, since Iger's come in, mm-hmm. there is nowhere to go now but down.
1: Yeah. And, uh, nowhere to
0: go. Yeah. And if I'm Iger, like my, my legacy has ended with the acquisition of Fox and the launch of Disney Plus. Yeah. What yeah. am I going to do now?
1: Exactly. Let's let's yeah. end on the high, mm-hmm. step down, mm-hmm. and now let Chapek take the fall. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it may have been a harmless case of. Um, uh, it may have just been a harmless case of they were looking for somebody right and they ended up with Chapek. Mm. They found Chapek. He was, you know, ticked all the boxes, maybe, that they were looking for. And then it, it, it's just a bit odd that it was kind of like, oh, Chapek's got, going to be the new CEO and it's happening now.
0: Yeah, well, he's Iga's still staying on until 2021. Oh, yeah, isn't he's he?
1: still an executive chairman or whatever, yeah. chairman of the board. So I don't think whatever.
0: Chapek is on the board until Iger leaves.
1: Okay, Chapek, right? Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Iger is still basically the board spokesperson. Yeah,
1: he's still he's still on the board. He's still he's still involved in decision making and things like that. Um, I think he's just basically meant. I mean, he already he clearly already was mentoring Chapek. They right. spent a
0: lot of time together, hmm. but um, he's obviously doing that in a bit more of an official way now. Yeah, um, yeah. Which makes sense, but I do think he'd be stupid to renew his contract simply because I don't think Disney's going to be making as much money as it has been in the next ten years. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I think he's done pretty much as much as he can, can't he?
0: Particularly if Disney Plus doesn't up its game on content.
1: Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think they're going to be making any big acquisitions anytime soon, given the Fox acquisition. Also,
0: I don't think that the. Uh, I don't think they will be allowed to. No, no, exactly. It gets to a point where they seem like they're already oh, see, a monopoly.
1: You mean like, um, yeah, yeah. As as from sort of the size of the company as a whole. Yeah. yeah. Competition rules and all that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, so so obviously we saw if you didn't see the Jungle Cruise had a bit of an accident um, last week where one of the boats basically sank mid cruise, yeah.
1: Titanic style. Titanic style, yeah. Although I don't think any icebergs were involved. No, possibly Unlike a rogue element Was it Disneyland or? Disney I'm not World? sure. I, I, I got... haven't seen where the which one it is at.
0: No, I didn't see either. But uh, yeah, I thought did think it was quite funny. I have a feeling Disney may be paying out to everyone on that boat in the very near future. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd be traumatized if that happened to me. I, I, I think the worst bit would be getting in that water. Yeah, it doesn't look it good. does It It looked a bit grim, didn't it? Like what you could ha-
0: like where if you break down halfway through that ride. Yeah, and you're sinking. Yeah, where do you go? Well, yeah, that, oh yeah, because underneath go? the
1: water. Mm. They're gonna mince your legs up. <laughs> yeah. you know? I mean, fortunately, it was like it looked like it was like quite near the um, yeah. near the loading and unloading place, yeah. didn't it? Um, because yeah, because if you get stuck halfway round. That's a bit tricky, is Where'd it? you get off? <laughs> I mean, presumably the cast members have been briefed on exactly where
0: to tell people to, to, to yeah, go. Yeah, presumably if, there's like or, emergency
1: if an emergency happens, all this sort yeah. of stuff. Because even if it just breaks down, yeah, a case of where you But go?
0: what, I mean, what happened to make a boat sink? Like, what yeah. checks were not being done?
1: What, what actually, yeah, I don't know, yeah, what actually caused it to, is to it just, sink? Is it just a what plug did, that somebody did, um, got? Were there, say, a sev- several heavy Americans and everyone rushed to the side? Yeah, <laughs> like, I, mean, yeah I don't know. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, they find it quite funny. Um, So, on the main uh, part of the show, which is talking about the UK theme parks, I put out a tweet on uh, February 19th, and I just said, The biggest problem with the theme parks in the UK isn't the actual rides, it's storytelling and IP. They lack immersion and decent storytelling. As a result, merchandise, food, character meets, etc. are all terrible. Prove me wrong. Um, (laughs) Somebody really went to town on I won't read their comments out, but they were like, how can you say food has anything to do with storytelling? And I'm like, well, it does. If you have no theme,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. they're they're basically saying food doesn't need theming to be good, and you're saying otherwise. And I'm like, I'm not saying otherwise. I agree, if you have a great restaurant, you don't need it to be themed. But then you kind of do, because if a restaurant sits within... Japan in World Showcase, and it's not Japanese themed. Yeah. Even if the food's amazing, in my, you know, and I'm, i I get that, you know, theme park podcaster. I'm a bit more fussy. If I go into a restaurant in, in Japan, and it's serving Canadian food, mm-hmm. the food could be incredible, but I'm like, what, what, why is this not Japanese? <laughs> and the same if I'm in Fantasyland and I go into a generic restaurant that serves the best food in the park, but yes. it's not themed at all. Or why? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> why is oh it not yeah, themed? completely.
1: And and it does it does work really well because obviously you've got like Gaston's Tavern, yeah, in Fantasyland and things like that. And you've got you've got Be Our Guest, yeah, th- really good like themed, well, very well themed restaurants and everything like that. Um, you know, and yeah, they have like, the, like in say Magic Kingdom they have Crystal Palace, which isn't necessarily themed. It it's within such. Main Street. It is with, it, I guess it's themed within Main Street, but the food is nothing like. Nothing's there's not the food isn't like themed to no, anything no. as such, um, but obviously you know theming a restaurant does make it more attractive to guests and everything like that. But in the UK in the UK parks particularly, they don't have that many like unique experience restaurant experiences. The only one
0: I can think of is the roller coaster restaurant at Orton Towers. Yeah,
1: which is a great which idea, is, which is fantastic. Oh, I've yeah. eaten
0: there and genuinely I think it's one of the best themes. Not just restaurants, but locations mm. in a UK theme park. But
1: it's probably, and it's probably really popular because of the theming. Yeah, I, I whereas, completely agree. Whereas the, the food last... was good,
0: mm. but it wasn't like the Cellio or the Boathouse yeah. theme park restaurant, good. Yeah.
1: But I think they can kind of get away with that a little bit, can't they, by having a theme? The fact that your food comes in on a roller coaster, yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> <coughs> um, but I just remember, like, one of the last times I went to Thorpe Park, I don't know if this is still the case, I haven't been for a few years. Mm. They, they just had, like, Burger Kings and KFCs in there. Yes. And it's just like, well, I can have these anywhere I go, basically. So, you know, they need to have some, like, unique experiences, like the roller coaster restaurant in Orton Towers. And that would attract more people to eat in the parks and everything like that.
0: Yeah, so I I think a fantastic example that kind of reminded me of this was you have places like... um, It's literally called Peter and Pasta.
1: Right. Um, What in Towers is this?
0: Yeah, Nemesis Donuts, which you think, oh, that's quite themed. But it's Mm -hmm. literally just called Nemesis Donuts and it has... A sign that says "Nemesis Donuts" in in the Nemesis <laughs> font, yep. and that is the extent of the theming. That's not a right. theme; nice. that's a sign. Um, you know, so they they do try a little bit in in Alton Towers but like Nitro Genie, which was really 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 good ice ice cream, was prepared with um, liquid nitrogen. Liquid nitrogen, thank you. Fantastic, but it's like sat outside of the haunted house attraction, right, and it just okay. makes no sense to be there. Yeah, so it's things like that where you're like, really? There's like no effort being put into restaurant theming mm-hmm. other than the roller coaster restaurant. And then I'm pretty sure, I can't find it on, on Google because I think they're probably too ashamed to put it in there, but they literally have like chicken and burger places called like the chicken place or the burger place. And it's like, because <laughs> they're not going kind to of see or Burger King anymore. They're right, bought okay. in their own. Oh, okay, okay. But okay. it's literally rebranded as like the chicken place or the chicken yeah. kitchen or so the burger kitchen. they a lot of effort into it. No, and it's like, that's not a theme, is it? Mm. Come on. So that was kind of my point on that is that they're missing a trick on... Restaurant theming, and the other problem I've got is there's no there's no inclination for me to buy a bit of merchandise from Thorpe Park or Alton Towers. Yeah, like what I'm just going to buy a T-shirt with like Oblivion written on the front of it. Mm. Oblivion is an okay coaster, but it's old. Like the video when you're boarding, it, it was like it's like '90s or early 2000s, <laughs> and the, the same can be said for most attractions. Alton Towers, Thorpe Park, Legoland. Yeah,
1: everything cool. looks old yeah I mean a lot of them have been there like take like the Nemesis ones Nemesis is Nem- like-, like I'm thinking like Thorpe Park you've got Nemesis and you've got Colossus and things mm. like that that have been there since yeah since I was a kid yeah and they haven't changed no. they haven't been rebranded or anything like that um, and you think you know yes like Disney have really old attractions and everything like that but they're kind of like nostalgic for people mm. whereas these just aren't nostalgic yeah they you know they, they ought to be changing them I and mean, even if they just kept the same coaster but rebranded it, kept it more up to date, I don't know, they need to do something.
0: Yeah, so I've had a couple of comments I think i would be worth um, going through. So um, Matt, uh, at Drummond, Matt on, on Twitter says, Completely agree, even the theming of It's a Small World beats the theming of any UK attraction, and that's <laughs> sad. Having said that, I'm still to try the extreme version of the London Bridge experience, which may change my mind. <laughs> um, also, nothing will beat the storytelling of Fantasmic. Yes, it's outdated, but it's still epic.
1: Yes, you just you just uh, glancing over the outdated comment. <laughs> I don't I didn't I didn't read that. No, <laughs> don't, don't know what you mean. Don't know what you mean.
0: Uh, Simon and Julie. Um, obviously, Simon, a big long time listener of the show. I would have to say, Wicker Man, Alton Towers did try mm. to bring the storytelling to the people, but the public just didn't get it, so it has been pulled back. Uh, the mer- merchandise and opening was fantastic, but is now generic. The whole package for Wicker Man is awesome, in my opinion. Mm. Um, I agree with him on on Wickerman actually. The the mm. theming for that was was pretty good actually. They've got like a little pre-show right. which although I don't I'm not a great fan of pre-shows it was done quite well. Mm. And the whole theming of that ride was great. The problem is it sits in an area that isn't themed to the Wickerman. Right. So you, okay. You've got like a Wickerman themed part of it, but there's nothing around that that point. You've literally got like a pub kind of style place like 30 seconds walk from The Wicked Man Mm -hmm. because it's like it doesn't fit together the UK does a great job at plonking fantastic roller coasters just next to each other with no coherent theme yeah
1: no exactly and uh, you know I think I think IP particularly in the UK I think IP roller coasters and things like that would work really well and I think they did they did from what I've seen they've done a really good job with Wicked Man yes Um, it was good and they did need to do more of that because they you know creating their own things because there's no, like Disney can do it because it's Disney. Yeah. And Universal can do it, not that they do, really. I, t- I suppose they did like Rip Ride Rocket, don't they? They can get away with it because they're big brands. And yeah. Like this, Thorpe Park and everything like that. There's no brand behind it. No, not so, so. So it doesn't. You know, they can come out with some random IP, but it's just a random IP for them. Yes. You know, they they need to be doing more IPs, really because then it would draw more people in because I was like oh I want to ride the Wicker Man the Wicker Man ride yeah you know that means something to more people but it's still
0: such a small franchise oh yeah it's such a small
1: franchise you know obviously they they did a remake of it didn't they uh, a little while ago um but Not the booze, <laughs> but it's, but it's yeah, it's still a weak franchise, really. Yeah. in the grand scheme of things, they? they probably didn't have to pay much for it. No, I wouldn't think so. But
0: like the merchandise, I thought the ride was fantastic, mm. but the the franchise and the merchandise, I wasn't like I didn't come off the ride and go right. I've got to buy a Wicked Man T shirt. Yeah. Whereas even something like um, Mako in SeaWorld, mm. I'm like I really thought that was brilliant. Um, right. You know they've got the. Um, more I say more manta. They've got the aquarium where they've got the manta rays as you're queuing yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that. And you go on the ride, and you're like, okay. Even though it's like a a base coaster that has been used across the world, they've themed it to the like the fact that you're meant to be a manta ray, like going through the sea. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, and afterwards, you kind of feel oh, I might buy it. I mean, I didn't, but the the, mer- <laughs> the merchandise was actually all right. You know, and yeah. it seemed wicker man was just like wicker man logo done plonked in the middle of some random area yeah um so tony burrows 81 on twitter says the merlin parks reek of money saving um re- sorry merlin parks reek of money saving money and it shows portland's park has some decent theming a bit aimed at toddler to 10 year old demographic the pepper pig dinosaur area and the new u.s town their area they're building look pretty decent um We've actually been invited to the mm. the launch of that new US town in May. I am going um, with my sister.
1: So, because yeah. you're away, in, yeah, I'm away. In, uh, I think I'm back like the day, the
0: I'm, day of I'm the back... event. I think. Yeah, I think
1: I'm back on the day. Aren't yeah. I? so I'm landing into Gatwick on the day. You're landing into Gatwick. From like the best holiday ever, and I'm going to Portlands Park,
0: um, but I'm looking hey, forward to don't, it. it. Don't diss the Portlands park. Right? It looks like a great area, actually. To be fair, so I'm excited to see. I've have ne- not been to Portlands Park since I was a kid, mm. so I'm I'm really keen to see if they've actually yeah uh, made a good effort with the land. It,
1: it kind of feels like the the parks that are aimed at the younger kids have more immersion and better theming yeah. than the the likes of Thorpe Park and Alton Towers. Yeah, I completely um, agree. You know, and yeah, which is funny because. Kids will just ride anything and they'll have a blast. Yes. And yet, adults and older older people are like more more invested in the story and the immersion of it. I think. Yeah. You know, you could put you could put a Peppa Pig ride in Portland Park, or com- um, completely on its own with no other theming, and the kids would love it. Yeah, exactly. But they have like an entire land themed to Peppa Pig. I think, don't they? They do, yeah. So, <laughs> which has done very well for the,
0: the exactly. bringing in money to yeah. the park. Yeah. Um, Mercedes. Um, obviously from chat disney says i disagree with you on ip pirates of the caribbean haunted mansion small world i'm not going to mention the fact that she doesn't like it she this groaned
1: world. i'm just going to put that in she groaned <laughs> just because you
0: don't like it <laughs> all successful timeless rides and independent of established ip with original narratives for me it's around theming quality of narrative and quality execution so i i see her point on that but i think those attractions pirates haunted small world have all been around since in some cases, the um, 50s and 60s, mm. but in most, the 70s, they are, for me, IPs in themselves now.
1: They have become IPs, haven't they? And
0: granted, when they were first introduced, they weren't. No. But can I see anything that the UK parks are pushing out that could become an IP? No.
1: No. But that's the, that's the thing. It goes back to the point I was making earlier. of Disney is a big brand. And they produce, like, IPs and everything like that. They make them, so they make their own IPs. Whereas the UK doesn't have anything like that. Well, you know, we do.
0: We've got the likes of um, Doctor Who and...
1: Oh, no, 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 sorry. I mean, we have IPs, but what I'm saying is the park... We don't use them. There's no no big company that the UK has that would open up a theme park. No. And that can make their own IPs and everything like that. Like, Thorpe Park, there's nothing behind Thorpe Park. No, 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 there's not. It's just a theme park.
0: Um, and she goes on to say it's hit I think it's hit and miss the Saw ride at Thorpe Park is alright but I'd be interested to see what Universal for example could, could have created with the same franchises mm. yeah and again like the Saw there's just nothing to that ride It's it's got the, the Saw name attached to it yeah but there's no little doll riding on a, on a bike yeah kind of introducing you was like screams and some screens like flashing in and out mm.
1: it's just what a generic coaster
0: generic coaster with, labeled as Saw yeah there's nothing mm. to it like I would have expected some sl- slow down scenes where you see some graphic stuff, all that kind of thing. Yeah. Like embrace the franchise. They just put the yeah. name attached to it. Well, that's the
1: thing they got there like, because they got. Is do they have a maze as well? Is that Saw?
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's still there, but they did. Right. They did the last time I was there. Right. Okay.
1: Because they could have themed that like a whole Saw area, couldn't they? Yeah, but I don't think they did. Instead, it's they just two... probably just got like a maze, which is probably yes. just a relatively bland building. It and is. Yeah. The ride. It's two things
0: plonked next to each other. Mm. Um. Duffy Does Disney says Legoland isn't terrible praise that's the best <laughs> praise you can give it, um, oh, no, it
1: see, I think they do have better theming I think but again it goes back to like the, the ones that are themed at aimed at young kids the theming's better the theming's better yeah I think, I think the, the more adult parks need to step it up and like the, 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 the parks that are aimed at younger kids they're obviously doing well yes why aren't they looking at that and saying well maybe we should be doing that yeah,
0: um, and then Disney Christie says I disagree. Legoland's terrible. I'm put off going because of the high price and the lack of maintenance on the models. To me, it felt like they didn't have to try because people will go for the name. I've been told that the sale access is dire, and as as it's all internet based, that's not good. All internet based. I'm guessing well, all the like the booking of the sale passes and things. Right. Oh, sure. uh, Okay. Um, Attractions W says I agree queues is an example for me in Disney and Universal I barely realise I'm queuing there's incredible theming and something fun going on to pass time Blackpool this weekend every queue was long and boring but the music in the icon queue is as good as it gets I think that's a really good point Mm. Um, the same as can be said of I think every attraction that I've been on in the UK The Smiler was maybe a slight exception once you get indoors but outside it was dull and before, like nothing was going on. Mm. They also had some delays and they play the same thirty second loop music constantly <laughs> and it's really irritating. Yeah I can imagine like the same bit. It's really irritating. Yeah. Um uh, Alum Punzel says we just don't have the same caliber of parks as what France and the USA have. Even two swords back in the nineties made Orton Towers more of a six flags type park than a real Disney Challenger. Um, and then Carly TPA says, I, "I'd be interested to hear his people hear people's opinions that UK has a theme park at all. It has amusement parks with paint jobs." <laughs> yeah,
1: it's kind of a good point.
0: Yeah, it is. It is a good point. Um, Sam, Mr. Sam Flash says, "The real kicker is that they used to do just that: Bubbleworks, Haunted House, Terror Tomb, all great rides with tons of personality. Too bad they aren't made anymore." And I think that's a good point. They're just not bothering with theming anymore. Yeah. I'd say the theming of those were
1: probably as good as it can get in the UK. Mm. Um, but again, the, like those attractions, like BubbleWorks, everything like that, they they got so old and they never changed it. today. They? Mm. they never like replaced it with something of equivalent, you know, equivalent um, theming and everything like that.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll read one more from the theme scene. I don't know, thirteen is good, but not till you reach the building. Vampire is fantastic queue line and station. Rattlesnake also. None are world class, but then not all Disney stuff is amazing. Star Wars, uh, Star Tours, Disneyland Paris is awesome. Phantom Manor and Tower of Terror are another level. Um, yeah, I, I would kind of agree on 13, actually. 13 is a, is a very good... I like the queue. It's quite frightening in the queue because I hadn't been there. Right. I didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. And you hear like these little, like voices going off in the, in the middle of these woods. Right. Literally, the woods are still there. Uh, like proper real trees. And you just hear these like voices in the background, and then you get to the station, and it's, it's like things are even, you know, even more mysterious. I think that was good, but it's sat in a land where nothing else is themed, <laughs> to, like in a spooky way. Yeah. So again, as soon as you enter the ride line, the theming's quite good for thirteen. Yeah. Everything outside of it, like I could go like across the way and buy a kebab. <laughs> you know, like a generic kebab.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not themed, and that's kind of my issue. They almost need to like almost need to like wipe out an entire area of the park and build an entirely new land, mm. themed land. And you go back. You said you again. You you go back to your
0: your point earlier. They've got a CBeebies area in Orton Towers. It's probably mm. the best themed area of the park. Right there, you go. You know, it's it, it, they make an effort with the with the the young the young kids, but. As soon as you get to Adult, they think, oh, they don't care about theming. They just want to go on the rides. Yeah. And I I get that, but I think that has a a detrimental impact to the quality of your restaurants and the quality of your merchandise. Yeah. And then that has an overall impact to the people wanting to visit the parks, I think. Yeah, I think so.
1: Because that's the thing. Like, I really enjoy theme parks. You know, we're, we're going to, well, I'm going to Disney World and Universal twice this year. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm not going to any UK parks. Yeah, yeah, because there's no draw for me to go to, them and it's
0: ten times more expensive for you to go to Disney World than yeah. it is Hong Towers. Yeah, I mean, it's fifty pounds for a annual pass. Yeah. at Alton Towers.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. The price of it, isn't it? Yeah, it's because they know people don't won't go back very often.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, it's, so, it's, you know, unless you live you live close by, yeah, it's a long old trek for, the, and for the us thing. down here. And they, yeah,
1: they can charge a little bit more, and they know you probably aren't going to visit twice this year. Yeah. So I mean, the fact that they're closed for like half the year anyway. Yeah, so that doesn't you know, help. And that's doesn't the help. other thing with UK parks; it's so weird. That yeah, I get but, it. It rains, but but there's no reason that it needs to be closed because Disneyland Paris in Paris, the weather's very much you know. The same. Yeah, they might get a little bit warmer during the summer. They still get cold winters. Yeah. and wet winters, and yet they're open all year round. Yeah, and yet we don't we don't do that. It's very
0: odd, isn't it? Yeah. it's very odd. Um, yeah, so that was kind of my point on UK's parks. I'd be interested to get you, your thoughts. On what you think of the the theming and the storytelling and the use of IP or lack thereof in the UK parks? So is, is, is the
1: is the Paramount park still being built? Apparently, apparently. I mean, I, I doubt I, it. I think Paramount dropped out and then they came back or something, didn't they? Or? Yeah.
0: I like then you'll see like like maybe Transformers, Doctor Who also got signed off for of there for some reason. Right. Um.
1: I and mean, it would be an interesting one to see
0: because you could have a BBC area that has. Yeah. Doctor Who a Top Gear stunt show would work quite well yeah it would work quite um, well. there's lots of potential there
1: yeah oh yeah there's massive potential like we have we have a, IPs in this country it's just they're not really used yeah uh, and I think there's a lot of potential for that you know it'd be interesting to see if you know starting from scratch could they do a good job I think they could if, if it actually happens if
0: they put the right money into it yeah I think they're talking like hundreds of millions mm. whereas Universal are spending billions on mm. their new park that's the difference right yeah There's, it's, you need to be spending upwards of 2-3
1: billion to make a decent theme park really. yeah considering they're building it I don't know I, I can't remember exactly where they're building it it's near London it's isn't Kentway it? I think yeah right okay so it's, it's not going to be cheap no, in no that area. not at all so you know
0: yeah, so do um, do let us know what you think of the theming and storytelling in the UK's parks and if you want to share your opinions with us you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and all of the socials. Just search for Theme Park Trader and if you want to have more of a heated discussion with me just search for me. I, I am at Ryanogs. R-Y-A-N-O-G-S. Do you want to share yours? No. No. Alright. <laughs> Dan doesn't like to have arguments with people. No. I embrace them. They feed me. Brian encourages them. Yeah. Um, so, thanks very much for listening, and we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return.
1: Muahahahaha! <laughs>